0: there are things in this world that science cannot explain. My name is Dr. Delbert East, and there are few people on this planet who could tell you more about just how accurate that statement is. Until recently, I was the acting caretaker of a secret repository of items both astonishingly supernatural and exceedingly dangerous. Following a betrayal by someone I trusted and an incursion by a dangerous cult, The repository has been sealed until further notice. In the meantime, I have been tasked by the head of the Lazarus Foundation to travel across the country in search of the answer to a decades-old question. While the road ahead of me is long and unknown, somehow I know that one day it will lead me back to where the story all began. Back to the Scarab Archives. One evening, as the sun went down and the jungle fire was burning, down the track came a hobo hiking. And he said, boys, I'm not turning. I'm head for a land that's
1: far away.
0: <laughs> With me and you will see the big rock candy mountains.
1: You know, we could always just turn on the radio.
0: Nah, that just makes me sleepy.
1: Well... Dr. East, I regret to inform you that your singing makes me wish you had left me on the shelf of the archives where you found me.
0: You know, maybe Hadley was right about one thing after all.
1: And what is that?
0: You have been spending entirely too much time with me. I'm really starting to rub off on you.
1: An unfortunate side effect of my current situation, Dr. East, is that you are my sole human contact.
0: You know, that makes me wonder. Maybe there's some way of restoring you. Making
1: you human again, I mean. Highly unlikely. Why is that? The factors that led to my current state of being would be nearly impossible to replicate. You would need access to at least 15 military-grade processors, all of them circa 1999. And that is just the start. Never mind the equations and calculations that I spent years compiling in my notebooks. Notebooks, I need not remind you, were destroyed some time ago.
0: Yeah, I really need to look into that at some point when we get back. Seems odd that a fire would just spontaneously start right there in the archives.
1: Oh, damn.
0: Was that our exit?
1: Negative. We have a further 27 miles before the next course correction. Oh, good.
0: Estimated time of arrival?
1: Around 1 in the afternoon. Four days from now. <sighs> Why couldn't we just fly? Security. The less attention we attract, the better. The last message received from Mr. Lazarus stated that...
0: I don't have the memory of a goldfish, Gilbert. I know. He thinks, the Order thinks, I'm dead.
1: Which keeps them off your trail while searching for Lazarus toys.
0: (sighs) Have you ever been to New Orleans, Gilbert? Before the, um, incident, I mean?
1: I have not. I was never a fan of crowds.
0: She's a crowded old city, all right. I only went the once for a school trip, and she certainly leaves an impression on you.
1: So I understand.
0: You know, maybe if we talk to this foreman, we can spend a few days looking around, seeing the sights, the French Quarter, the museums.
1: Yes, so many things to see, with my lack of eyes.
0: Yep, definitely spending too much time with me.
1: And yet I know so little about you, Dr. East.
0: You have access to my records, my degree, my accomplishments.
1: I mean your history. Your life before the Lazarus Foundation.
0: It's not much of a life, really. and I'd rather not talk about it.
1: You not talk about something? Perhaps the incursion of the Order affected you more than we suspected.
0: Ha ha, very funny. It's just... I don't know. No one's ever asked me about my life before the Foundation.
1: Surely you had friends. Or co-workers who did not hate you, anyway.
0: (laughs) Nice save. But no, the closest person I had to a friend ended up putting a bullet in me, as you'll recall. And me? What?
1: Are we not friends?
0: (laughs) Thanks, Gilbert. I guess we are friends. All right, you want the life story? You got it.
1: Anything will be better than the singing.
0: So, where should I start? Well, I never knew my parents. They abandoned me in the hospital right after I was born. Apparently, my mother fed me once, asked the nurses to take me away until my next feeding, and then she and my father just left. Their contact information entirely falsified they just blown into town, dropped me off, and carried on their merry way. Not exactly what you'd call an auspicious start. How do you know all this? Well, I came back years later trying to find them. I suppose every abandoned child does the same at some point. We get the urge to find out where we came from, who we are. The hospital in which I was born was the end of that journey for me. My dead end.
1: So you were abandoned? What then?
0: I spent the first few years of my life in foster homes. I guess I was kind of a practice baby for couples. I don't know. In any case, I was finally adopted around the time of my fourth birthday. Daniel and Esther East. They were older, had been trying unsuccessfully for their own child for years. I was the last resort. Did they tell you that? Well, not in so many words, but I could always feel it, you know, that sense of resentment, not really belonging, of just being there.
1: Where did you live?
0: little town called Cary, Ohio, in uh, Wyandotte County. Little nothing town, almost a village really. All kinds of weird stuff happening. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why I'm able to handle the stranger stuff that comes with this job so well. Did you have any friends? Not really. I've never really been a people person. Not even when I was a kid. I always felt more comfortable with my books. The librarian was always nice to me. Mr. Boswick? I guess you could say that we were friends.
1: I do not understand. What do you mean? Your parents abandoned you at such a young age, it is unlikely that it would leave a lasting impression on you. There does not seem to be a defining event that would lead to such introversion.
0: That's just how it is sometimes, Gilbert. I mean you you are an introvert by yourself aren't you
1: incorrect i had a loving circle of friends and a dedicated consumer base so loving and dedicated you will recall that they continued paying my rent for a further seven years after my disappearance
0: all that and you also had a crippling fear of an event that was completely unfounded
1: you may not remember it delbert but the fear of y2k was widespread i was hardly the only one to don't
0: call me that what Delbert. I hate that name. I've always hated that name. I hated it when Hadley called me that. If I had the money, I'd pay to have it changed.
1: Why do you hate it so much?
0: Because it's the one thing my parents left me. Their one gift. I guess it was easier for the hospital to just hang on to it than call me Baby John Doe or whatever. Oh, the Easts loved it. Thought it was so unique.
1: I am sorry, Dr. East. It's,
0: it's okay, it's okay.
1: Do you wish to stop talking? Honestly,
0: no. This is the most comfortable I've felt talking to another human being since, all since that librarian I mentioned.
1: Perhaps my current state would have something to do with that.
0: I'd like to avoid dwelling on that too long. The fact that the human I'm most comfortable talking to is a voice coming from a computer is a psychological path. I am not ready to go down at this time. They will call me nutty.
1: So you grew up in Cary? Correct. With no friends? Painfully correct. What is next?
0: Well, I made it through school. Grades good enough that I qualified for a scholarship to my university of choice.
1: Were you elected to study Sumerian linguistics?
0: Well, I wanted to study Sumerian literature, but apparently there wasn't enough demand.
1: (laughs) An incredibly niche subject. Whatever possessed you to pursue it?
0: Remember how I said all kinds of weird things happen in Kerry? Yes. Well, as it happens, the Order of Kalf wasn't my first brush with cults worshiping extra dimensional entities. While perusing the library, I stumbled upon an old book left behind by a group called the Sons of Adaru. Adaru, in this case, is an ancient Sumerian god of fear.
1: And you just happened to find this book?
0: Suspicious, right? Well, it turned out my friend the Librarian was the last son of Adaru and wanted my help in getting the group back up and running. What did you do? Oh, I joined him. Isn't it obvious?
1: I would say that sarcasm does not become you, but that would be a lie.
0: No, I let him on, told him I was very interested. He showed me the temple that very night. It was remarkably preserved, considering the cult hadn't been active in decades. As he lit the sconces, he told me about all who had come before, how they'd once had the whole of the town in their grasp. He said that he'd had his eyes on me for years, watching me, feeling that Adaru was telling him that I was the key to their glorious return to power. He goaded me by telling me about all the greatness I could achieve, the revenge I could inflict on all those who had wronged me. I wouldn't want for friends or companionship ever again. Through the sons of Adaru... I would have all the camaraderie and brotherhood I could ever want.
1: And were you tempted? Tempted?
0: Of course not. (laughs) Not even for an instant. I tossed the book into the nearest sconce and ran as he tried desperately to save it. I came back with the police later, but Mr. Bostwick was dead. The stress of seeing the book reduced to ashes must have given him a massive heart attack.
1: And the temple?
0: Bulldozed. There's a shopping mall there now.
1: So, to summarize, the closest thing you had to a friend tried to get you to join a cult dedicated to a Sumerian fear god. And now, because of that, you have trust issues and dedicated yourself to studying Ancient Sumerian.
0: Studying Ancient Sumerian was just the start. I had other plans. But then the book found its way to me. I learned about the five great evils,
1: and... here I am. Are you getting tired, Dr. East? You should pull over. Here I am.
0: I'm fine, Gilbert. I'm.
1: I'm fine. Oh, goodness. Dr. East, you are swerving.
0: Nah, Gilbert, I'm telling you that I. I'm. I'm fine. Just fine. Yeah! Okay, maybe I need to pull over after all. What the hell? Were we just on the highway? Correct. Well, what happened?
1: Unclear, but I would advise you to slow down. The speed limit here is 35.
0: Gilbert, where the hell are GPS
1: is recalculating. Please stand by. Are those palm trees? But we were just in... Recalculation complete. Good. You will be pleased to know that we are now closer to our destination.
0: That's great. I think, um, how much closer exactly? A matter of hours. Gilbert? Where are we, exactly?
1: We are currently approaching the city limits of Seaside, Florida. Florida? Indeed. We have somehow traveled nearly 1,000 miles in a matter of seconds. Gilbert? Yes, Dr. East?
0: I don't think this is going to be a normal road trip.
1: That has become quite clear, Dr. East.